Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. David and Brenda start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's the Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And three, two, one. Here we go this morning, and <laughs> a very good Monday morning to you. It is, let me look at the calendar. We're flying around here today. It's August 21st, just like that. Monday, August 21st, David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. How are you? I'm ready. I needed those extra three seconds to get the last little bit of things done. It's always, it, you know, things happen and it's a live show, but... I don't think anybody has any idea how difficult it is to get me going in the morning straightened out. <laughs> well, you know, if you wouldn't talk to me for 20 minutes when I came in, it would probably help I matters. don't do that. Oh, I know. That's true. So, <laughs> well, it is nice to see you. So uh, through the smoke, I'm fanning it away here. And uh, what a day yesterday. It's one of those odd days where it just you just felt like, eh, you know. Yeah just kind of smoky and hazy. And I was looking up at the sun. You could look at the sun because it was being filtered by all of the smoke. I think at one point, I don't know, I haven't looked at the AQIs, we call it here in the business, unhealthy yesterday. So it was not, it was not good. Now, the good, good, good news is supposed to clear up today. So okay. I'm, I'm banking on that. I know there is an air quality alert in effect until, I, I think it was till five, five this I afternoon. Think. So Hopefully we'll uh, breathe a little easier after uh, we get through today. So uh, that's the way it goes. Hey, we could be living in Southern California and uh, <laughs> watch the effects of uh, Tropical Storm Hillary. Hillary. Yes. Yep. I talked through. to it. Blew through. And I did speak with my mom and dad yesterday. They said they have gotten more phone calls yesterday from people that they know across the country checking in on them. Even their neighbor up the road. They lived near each other for years. Sure. Uh, he came down and checked on my mom and dad, make sure they were okay, gave them their phone number in case they needed anything uh, back east. Even a family who live in the uh, in Mobile Bay area All called. Right. Now, they're used to, they, they get earthquakes. They've lived through a few of them. Sure. And they called on my mom and dad to check and see how things were going. And they said, oh, we're just fine. Yeah. Yeah, not only was there uh, Tropical Storm Hillary, there was an earthquake yesterday. Earthquake in Los Angeles area. Los Angeles area. area. So uh, quite the day, to say the least, but uh, they're they're making it through. And we'll have that in, in the news, kind of give you an update of what's happening there. For us, I mean, the tropical storm actually has moved into, it's fast moving. It was, mm. once it got hit land, boy, it was, it moved right on through. So up into Oregon today, eastern side of the state. Wow. Yeah, they have a flood watch in effect there because they could get some rain, which not bad. You don't want to get it all at once because, again, you can get the flash floods, but. Uh, yeah, they could be a little wet on the east side of the Cascades today, so we'll we'll talk about that as well. So, other than that, just a normal day. Just a normal day. Well, just looking out the window though, that clearing can't come soon enough because it is still not looking great out there. I even already do kind of feel it in my eyes. So. Yeah. If you don't too. need to go outdoors, just stay inside mm-hmm. and uh, just we'll, we'll be watching. I'm going to keep the window open just so I can see that wind just come in and, and, and yes. blow that smoke away. We were in Astoria yesterday and it was oh, even yeah. it was, was even coast? hazy. Even there. at the coast. Even at the coast, there was a little haze smoke in the air there. 
But as we drove back into Portland, ew. you could see it. Oh boy, could you? Yeah, very much so. Ugh. Just looking across the skyline and like it was hanging pretty low. So, yeah, we'll hope for a better day today. But you know what? We got some good news here. Oh, okay. Tell us good news. Th- this is going to be a giveaway week. This is so exciting. I know. I'm really looking forward to this. So, right on through Thursday, we're going to give away tickets to the Vancouver Wine and Jazz Festival. So, uh, be listening. At some point over the next couple of hours, we're going to invite you to call in and win a pair of tickets to the event. Uh, wonderful time. We'll always enjoy it. So that's at Esther Short Park in Vancouver. Beautiful location. It's really a fun event. So if you like if you like food, you like wine, you like music, you like being in the out-of-doors, who doesn't? So okay. yeah, be prepared for that this morning. So right on through the week, too. So it's going to be fun. I love giving away things. Yeah. Oh, so it's the best part. It's a good time. We will say this too, though. So if you listening, wanting to win those tickets, it is coming up this Friday. It It begins. So you're going to need to pick up your tickets here at Mater Day Radio. You'll get to come to the Palacious Mater Day Radio studios. David will, yeah, roll out the welcome wagon. He'll have balloons and confetti to congratulate you on your big win. Actually, Deb will. I told her, be prepared because uh, we're going to have some ticket winners this week. So good times. We'll do it. What do you have coming up? Wild story out of Rome. A man was arrested for stealing a truck and eluding police through all of these very busy streets. He was taken into custody, insisting he had plans to blow up the Vatican. This is wild. Yeah, no doubt. Look forward to hearing that. And again, we will have more on Tropical Storm Hillary. That's coming up in the news. we got a great show ahead for you on this Monday morning. Here is John Finch, Walk by Faith. And we are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. My heart begs 
And that is John Finch, Walk by Faith. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. David and Brenda with you on this Monday as we start a new week. Well, joining us next is going to be Father John Marshall and Dina Marie talking about the Queenship of Mary. That's tomorrow. We'll have that right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. In your hands, O Lord, we humbly entrust our deceased brothers and sisters. Matrade Radio joins Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services for a special rosary for the faithful departed on Wednesday, August 30th. Cards will be available to request a special intention for your loved one. Deacon David Hamus will lead the Holy Rosary and Litany of the Faithful Departed at 12.30 at Gethsemane Chapel in Happy Valley and 2.30 at Mount Calvary Catholic Cemetery in Portland on Wednesday afternoon, August 30th. Be a part of this uplifting time of peace and renewal. For more information, search the keyword Rosary on the community calendar at MatraDayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Unite with us in this powerful prayer session for Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services and Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 712 here at Mater Dei Radio. For us here in the metro area, the weather story of the weekend 
poor air quality. Mm. In fact, because of the smoke in the air, temperatures were not even as warm as they had expected to be. That could be the case today. Air quality alert still into effect till 5 o'clock this evening. Shifting winds because of Hurricane Hillary uh, should begin to help clear out some of that uh, debris, I guess, in the air. Temperatures today getting to the middle 80s. And again, we'll see how much the, uh, the smoke cover hits that or whether it affects that downwards at all. Overnight, we are cooling all the way down to the upper 50s. Tomorrow, more clouds fill the sky, keeping us to about 75 degrees, it looks like. So no rain, though, in the forecast for us. Yeah, I was just looking at the uh, air quality index. 78 moderate right now. Okay. So there you go. So hopefully that's starting to clear a little bit. Currently 59 degrees at Holy Family Church in Portland. And 58 degrees at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver. Good morning. This is Dina Marie with a Marian moment on Matre Radio. Well, one of the most popular symbols of love and affection comes in the sign of a heart. In our Catholic faith, we recognize the merciful love of Jesus in his most sacred heart and the love flowing to us from the Blessed Virgin Mary comes from her immaculate heart. With me today to share about the love of Mary and how our faith journey to Christ is strengthened by Mary's heart is Father John Marshall. He serves as pastor at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School in Milwaukee. Good morning, Father John. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning, Dina. It's great to be here. Well, I wanted to kick off our conversation by just recognizing uh, St. John the Baptist is one of our amazing parish sites here in the Archdiocese of Portland through the prompting of the Holy Spirit, Archbishop Sample, really working with this amazing parish program. Just give us a little sense of what you've been able to do with your staff and the community at St. John the Baptist. Be happy to. Sure. Um, I started with Amazing Parish right at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was actually the right time at the during a really difficult time. Because uh, even when I got here, and you know, and you know, several years already in parish ministry, I just felt like things are just getting stuck. We're just kind of stuck in where we are, and and then of course everything got really stuck during the pandemic. And so, uh, working with them through pastor boot camp and really helping me as a pastor, as a priest, to really you know, soak into this understanding about revitalizing our need for a parish culture around prayer and discipleship and healthy team building. Uh, it really invigorated me to really want to want to carry this forward into the parish, especially thinking post-pandemic. And, uh, you know, so now we've been at it for three years now. Uh, it's a work in progress, but uh, we are really at a good place uh, in the last three years of work. By uh, my leadership team, the PLT, as the lingo week say, we just got back from Phoenix. But before we went to Phoenix, we actually, beginning in April, we dedicated ourselves uh, and consecrated ourselves to our Lord through Mary through the 33-day consecration, concluding on the Feast of the Visitation, which which is really, for us, was a paradigm, an image, uh, the third mystery of the joyful, the, the second joyful mystery of bringing Jesus, as Our Lady brought Jesus to Elizabeth and Zechariah. Uh, it's been really transformative and looking at our patron, St. John the Baptist, and preparing a way for others to meet Jesus. Uh, so we're just we're now moving to the next level of our of spreading this culture, revitalizing the parish, especially amongst our all our staff and faculty, especially in the school and our key volunteers. So uh, pray for us that uh, it continues to bear fruit as it has borne fruit within myself and also in my leadership team. 
Right, right. We're talking with Father John Marshall over at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School in the Milwaukee area. And I love that you mentioned, Father John, that making a Marian consecration to Jesus through Mary. And I love this quote from Vatican II. It says, everyone should have a genuine devotion to Mary and entrust his or her heart or his or her life to her motherly care, you know, for you as a priest in your vocation, in your ministry, how has that like unfolded for you? You know, I think for me, it's like, I would say like when I was, when I was younger, when I was getting out of high school, it's so easy to want to run away from home, especially mom and just kind of be on your own. And I would say for me as a priest, my love and affection for Mary has always been there. But I also kind of had that momentary, you know, desire, momentary, probably unconscious at times, running away, kind of focusing so much on what I had to do as a priest and forgetting I had a mother, not only my own mom, my own natural mother, but I had a spiritual mother, a, a, the blessed mother in my life. And it was in the last several years where uh, it really kind of hit home that she's supposed to be part of my life. Because I think you get that point when you're young, you're like, I need mom in my life. I really need a mother in my life. I, I can't be running away from home. And how much trouble we can get into when we run away too far from home. And the same thing for me, as far as a priest, you know, it's, uh, and so for me, these last couple of years, realizing I need her, uh, because as much as her ministry, her mission was to, is to bring Jesus, her son to others. Well, that's the role of a priest. And so what a better sidekicks, uh, a patron, a mother, an intercessor, uh, to really help you in your priestly ministry to bring others to Jesus. So, Without her, I, I wouldn't be here for these last 10 years. Uh, and so, and I just, I'm thankful for her that she's uh, really drawn me close to her heart, uh, to her home, to uh, so that I continue this ministry even further. Right, right. And I know earlier this year, Father John, you went, you served as a spiritual director on pilgrimage, but also you went back for your own pilgrimage. Sometimes when we're the leader, that we're the spiritual leader, it's hard for yeah. us to get in pilgrim mode because you're watching out for everyone else. But you did have the opportunity to go back as a priest. Give us a little sense of that journey of being on pilgrimage and where Mary was present in those pilgrimages. Well, as I said, you know, uh, I had this desire to go on pilgrimage to Medjugorje to kind of give thanks to Our Lady for these 10 years of priesthood. And so I had the privilege of leading 34 people of my, 33 people uh, from my parish uh, to go. And it was a phenomenal experience. Uh, I did not come back the same. Uh, my people would say that. And I, I actually felt when I was there, I needed to come back, but I thought maybe I'll go back a year from now or so. But it just became more and more like, no, our Blessed Mother is really saying, I need you back. And uh, so I actually had the opportunity to go back this last month uh, to join 277 other priests throughout the world from 34 countries. Uh, and it's the 26th year where they have brought priests for, uh, for the spiritual retreat uh, in Medjugorje. And uh, it was, I realized now why Our Lady brought me back. There was a little bit more she wanted to show me, a little bit more work for myself. Uh, and it was just uh, a beautiful thing seeing uh, Mary's priest sons, uh, my brothers, coming together to pray uh, to really uh, be in the school of her love, uh, because we are the ones that are going out and bringing her son to her children. And so wherever best place to be is in one of her schools. And so uh, there's so much I can say, but it was a it was a, a life changing, altering event for myself personally and also as a priest. 
Right, right. And I know, Father John, as we talk about our vocation, whether we're married, single, priesthood, religious life, we need to have what I call holy friendships. I mean, we need to have those those others that are in our same vocation to connect with. For you as a priest, just to develop the fraternity, the brotherhood with other priests that you can talk freely about what's going on in your ministry. And and how is Mary part of that build? I know she wants to have all of her kids get along. You know, I think right. about how happy she is to see priests getting along and, and really connecting with one another. How did that retreat, that spiritual retreat kind of affect that? You know, I, there's something my mom always says is that the only person that knows how my heart sounds is you. And our, our lady knows all the things about us, right? And I think it is extension. We priests really do know each other fairly well, but we don't talk about it. You know, we, we all kind of know what we struggle with. We know what uh, our frustrations are, what our, you know, what we are good at and what we're not good at. And, and to really kind of break down those barriers and just as brother priests to say, hey, I get it. I, I may struggle with the same thing, or I may be frustrated with the same thing in the church or thing in the parish. Uh, I get it. And so uh, to have that understanding that there's no judgment, there's no condemnation, it's only love. Um, love is willing the good of the other. Um, and love is set, setting aside yourself for the other person. Um, and so to be able to have that holy conversation, that loving conversation with the priest, with the brother priest, and especially, you know, I was in Medjugorje, I had two priests from the United States, the only two that I recognized spoke English. Uh, and one of them, we, we became pretty good, we became pretty close about uh, our ministries. And it was, it was um, really healing. It was really um, life-giving. Yeah. I, and I love that, you know, as you talk about healing and life giving, I mean, this is the message Archbishop Sample as always, you know, bringing to us and that healing the whole person. A conference is coming up at the end of the year and registration is going to be popping open really soon. So I want to encourage people to look to that as one opportunity to really to Jesus through Mary, we're going to be healed in so many ways. I'm talking with Father John Marshall, pastor at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School. In fact, one of your big feast days is coming up at the end. Uh, it's an interesting feast day because it's the beheading, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but it's still a good feast day, right? To remind of martyrdom, you know, to be a yeah. witness, you know, and whether it is to, you know, give up our life or even just give up our life even means, you know, giving up our reputation for the good of the gospel. It's so worth it. Even yeah. Our Lady took that risk. And so uh, we could follow in her example and follow in the example of St. John the Baptist. Right. Well, I want to talk with you more about Our Lady and some of these beautiful feast days coming up, but we are coming up to a break. So hold on the line with me, Father John, and we'll continue Thank our you. conversation in the next half hour. It is 723 here at Mater Day Radio. It is a Monday. That means this evening, Living Stones with Deacon Harold Brick Sivers and Ken Hellenius is coming up. Boy, they have such incredible discussions. You uh, want to get your Bible out because what they talk about, you want to keep up as best you can because they go deep into our Catholic faith. In fact, if you go to Mater Day Radio, you can see our full programming schedule right there at the top of the page. And you'll know 24-7 what great programming you're going to listen to right here at Mater Day Radio. You'll also have access to all of our programming and listen live on the Hail Mary media app. 
It's the 58th annual Oktoberfest in Mount Angel, running Thursday, September 14th through Sunday, September 17th. Check out the Alpine food booths, music ranging from Alp horns to Alpine rock, free street dances, non-stop Bavarian entertainment, free family fun in the kindergarten, local crafters, a cruise-in car show, sports, wiener dog races, and lots more. Come join the celebration at the Mount Angel Oktoberfest. Info online at oktoberfest.org. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. Morning may have broken, but don't fret. David and Brenda can fix it. The Morning Blend, on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And it is 726 at Mater Day Radio. Well, a tropical storm and an earthquake hit SoCal yesterday. We'll have story in the news. And a man arrested for stealing a truck in Rome with intentions, he said, to blow up the Vatican. I'll have that story for you, plus more coming up in news. Here is A-Lob and the Cross Remains. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. We will sing as one Fight for those we love Even in the questions, even in the doubt turn to you, Lord, and let our praises out. Fire won't burn away our love, won't burn away our hope. We will stand together. The city by the sea, your grace is in this tragedy. The cross
from the ashes We're trusting in your plan Lord, heal these lands We're trusting in your plan New life from the ashes We're trusting in your Remains. It is 7.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news, it has been quite the past 24 hours for Southern California residents. Tropical Storm Hillary has passed through the Southland but will continue to unload heavy rainfall and gusty winds to a large part of the western U.S. today. Many school districts in the Los Angeles area are closed today out of an abundance of caution. On top of all that, a magnitude 5.1 earthquake hit the region yesterday afternoon. According to U.S. Geological Survey, the epicenter of the quake was in between Santa Barbara and Ventura. There were no immediate reports of damage. Now, heavy rain from Tropical Storm Hillary could cause flooding and landslides in central and eastern Oregon. Flood watches are in effect through tomorrow afternoon. People in these areas should stay alert and travel with extreme caution by assuming roads are unsafe, especially at night. So yeah, if you're planning to drive into central eastern Oregon the next couple of days, definitely check, trip check, you know, mm-hmm. do, your, do your due diligence before you drive over there. A wild story coming from Rome. A 53-year-old whose identity has not been divulged was arrested Friday after leading police on a long chase through Rome, which ended with the perpetrator insisting that he had planned to detonate a truckload of explosives, the Vatican. That claim turned out to be a hoax. According to Italian media reports, The incident began early Friday morning when emergency operators began receiving reports that a man on the highway that loops around Rome's metropolitan area was throwing rocks at motorists and blocking traffic. 
When police cars arrived on the scene, the man then ran off on foot, ending up in a nearby auto rental agency where he managed to steal a small truck equipped with a mobile crane. The man then proceeded to lead police on a lengthy chase on the highway through the streets of Rome, at one point ramming two police vehicles. Eventually, the police succeeded at stopping the truck after firing at its tires. Reports suggested the man exited the truck brandishing a knife and shouting at police to get out of his way, saying, let me go. I've got a load of explosives and I need to blow up this truck at the Vatican. In the end, however, after the man was taken into custody, a search of the truck revealed there were no explosives on board. Oh, boy, scary. So frightening. Mm. Well, it's always such a wonderful event. The Vancouver Wine and Jazz Festival is back for its 23rd year, beginning this Friday, August 25th, and running through Sunday, August 27th, at Esther Short Park. Music always top-notch, including Sunday's headliner, The Blind Boys of Alabama. They're five-time Grammy winners, and they're Gospel Music Hall of Fame. People that hear them, they sometimes they don't even realize they're in church. You know, they're being preached to. They are devout Christian men. They're phenomenal singers. You know, they sing blues and, and yeah. roots music and gospel, but there's something about them that is just deeply soulful. Michael Kissinger is the founder and artistic director of the Vancouver Wine and Jazz Festival. He says Friday night's headliner is Tommy Castro and the Painkillers. Saturday, it is the legendary jazz group Spyro Gyra. All this along with great wine, food, and art. Tickets, more details online at VancouverWineJazz.com. And in just a couple minutes, we're going to give you an opportunity to to win a pair of tickets to the event. So uh, stay tuned. Clark County Public Health recently determined that a person associated with Minnehaha Elementary School had been diagnosed with infectious tuberculosis. The person who has TB spent time in Minnehaha Elementary School prior to the beginning of summer break. Public Health is working closely with Vancouver Public Schools and Minnehaha Elementary School as the investigation continues. Parents and staff were notified of the TB case by email on Friday. Public Health is identifying students and staff who may have been in close contact with a person who has TB and will notify those individuals directly in the next week. Public Health is recommending testing only for those individuals identified as potential close contacts. Public health does not recommend testing for all students and staff. While the spread of TB in a school setting is possible, it is not common. Public health currently has no evidence of additional cases at the school. And in sports, boy, not a good outing for the Portland Timbers as they return to regular season MLS play down in Houston yesterday. Timbers were thumped by the Dynamo 5 to zip. Portland has not played a league game since July while participating in three League Cup contests. A win on Sunday would have been helpful as Portland entered the game just three points behind Houston for the final playoff spot in the Western Conference. Sunday's match could have been a potential springboard for the final 10 games of the regular season. Instead, the five-goal loss equaled the worst defeat in Portland MLS history. Portland's next match comes at home Saturday against the Vancouver Whitecaps, who hold down the eighth playoff spot in the Western Conference standings. 
Our Lady appeared in Knock, Ireland on the night of August 21st, 1879. Though she never said a word, her appearance comforted many and gave a renewed vigor to the faith of those of the Emerald Isle and encouraged many to turn to the Virgin Mary. The anniversary of this apparition is remembered each year at the Knock Shrine on August 21st with a special liturgy offered at the site of Mary's appearance. However, the rest of Ireland celebrates Our Lady of Knock on August 17th. It is classified as a memorial and parishes around Ireland may celebrate Our Lady's apparition on that day. Currently, the celebration is only on select calendars, primarily in Ireland and not on the Universal Roman calendar. The Facebook page of the Knock Shrine explains that although the anniversary of the apparition takes place on the 21st of August, a day that we look forward to celebrating on Sunday, the 17th of August was chosen as the feast day of Our Lady of Knock as the 21st of August is already assigned to St. Pius X, the Pope of the Eucharist. So for the rest of the Ireland and most of the Roman Catholic world, August 21st remains dedicated to St. Pius X. The rationale behind the switching of the liturgical days is to give more focus to a particular feast day instead of supplanting one that is already being widely celebrated. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. This evening, excuse me, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock is the celebration of the Feast of the Queenship of Mary that is happening at Marian Prayer Center in Milwaukee. The rosary will be at 6 o'clock, Holy Mass at 6.30, celebrated by Father John Marshall. Refreshments to follow. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And speaking of Father John Marshall, he continues his interview with Dina Marie on the Queenship of Mary right after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join me, Sister Anne-Marie Warren, in this prayer by St. Ignatius of Loyola. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will all that I have and possess. Thou hast given all to me. To thee, O Lord, I return it. All is thine. Dispose of it wholly according to thy will. Give me thy love and thy grace, for this is sufficient for me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdeiradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. 
Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. Do you want to live a truly authentic Catholic life? This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and Monday nights at 7.30, Ken Hellenius and I team up for Living Stones. This dynamic weekly show will help you deepen your relationship with Christ and His Church with practical ways that you can grow in faith, participate more fully in the liturgy, and practice charity towards all. Join us for Living Stones, Monday nights at 7.30 on Modern Day E-Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And it is 741 at Mater Day Radio. That air quality alert in effect today. Some areas of smoke thicker than others throughout the Willamette Valley, depending on where you're at. But it definitely hazy skies. Partly sunny, high around 80 degrees. Partly cloudy overnight tonight, low of 56. And then mostly sunny for Tuesday. Little cooler, though. High of 75. Currently, it is 58 degrees at the Marion Prayer Center in Milwaukee. And 55 degrees at St. Thomas More Newman Center in Eugene. So here we go. Let's get some tickets away. Now, here's something I, I people should know, too, about these tickets. Yes. It's a pair of tickets for any single day. So you could go Friday or Saturday or Sunday. It's not like a weekend pass. So right. It's for one of those days. It's just you pick the day and you can use the tickets for that day. But again, a wonderful event. So we're going to take the second caller. Here's the number to call. 888-823-5286-888-823-5286. A pair of tickets for this weekend's Wine and Jazz Festival in Vancouver, Esther Short Park. 888-823-5286. So call now. Uh, Brenda, will pick up the line. There's our first caller. So uh, let's go into the interview and we'll, we'll get going here. This is Dina Marie, and I'm back with Father John Marshall, pastor at St. John the Baptist Catholic Church and School in Milwaukee. We've been talking a little bit about his priesthood. He recently took two different pilgrimages to Medjugorje and the last one with over 250 other priests. This is something that has been going on every year where priests come together and minister to each other in the presence of Our Lady. And what is it drawing us closer to Christ? Mary is so is the ultimate Christ-centered uh, vessel, and so she always leads us to her son. This month of August is beautiful because it is dedicated to the Immaculate Heart. We think about the Feast of the Sacred Heart in June, and that whole month is dedicated to Christ's Sacred Heart. But Father John, this month is dedicated to the Immaculate Heart, and we've got two key feast days. There's a few other ones dedicated to Our Lady, but we've got the Assumption and the Queenship of Mary, which are both part of our Rosh our glorious mysteries of the rosary. Um, give us a little sense of these feast days and the walk with Mary and Jesus. You know, I think uh, the assumption and the, well, let's start, let's start with the assumption. Uh, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity to reflect on the significance of that mystery, the significance of, of, you know, why our, our blessed mother was assumed into heaven. I mean, why else wouldn't she be assumed into heaven? 
I guess, you know, I was kind of reflecting on just my own relationship with Mary and my own, you know, in the last uh, several years, and especially in the last year of having the opportunity of going to Medjugorje and, you know, Our, our Lady really making her herself known in my priesthood and my, in my own personal life. What I see in the assumption is, and what I think we all should take from it, and what I take from it is the fact that, you know, here's our Lord drawing his mother with him in heaven. I need you as part of my ministry. I need you even closer to me, you know, besides all the theological aspects of this mystery of the assumption. For me, it's uh, it's a reminder for us to have our mothers close to us. Uh, it's the, the importance of motherhood in our life, the importance of the mothers in our life. Um, not just, you know, like my own mom, who I love and adhere and I know she she loves me more than I can probably even say because people tell me that all the time. Your mom is so proud of you, and I, you know, I'm very thankful for that. But I I just see the role of uh, needing our mothers close to us, and especially our Blessed Mother in this mystery. She's uh, she has an uh, she has an important role besides just being the the disciple par excellence, besides being the mother of God, the example of of a courageous yes. You know, uh, this mystery reminds us that we need to draw. We need a mother. We need the presence of our Blessed Mother close to us. Um, you know, as I was saying, I, I think we've all in our in our life, you know, we, you know, especially when we get near, you know, the time of when we become adults, we want to run away from mom's house. We run away from dad's house and kind of be on our own. And uh, I mean, maybe we do good for a couple of years and then things kind of like we realize mm, that's kind of foolish. And I, I and I see that even in my my life as when I was a young adult. I see that life in my in my priesthood these 10 years, you know, where it's so easy to just like. I got to focus on what I need to do. I need to focus on what I have and what what life or ministry has in store for me. But when you draw too far away from the mother's heart, um, she's always there. Uh, it's you know, we can run into some trouble. And so I think the uh, for me at least the assumption is a reminder of keeping our mothers close, our mother close, our blessed mother close. As Jesus, it was it wasn't beneath the Son of God uh, to have his mother not just with him on here during his time on earth, but also the with him in heaven uh, to continue his ministry through us uh, in the church. And so uh, for us, when we, when we meditate on the, on the, on the, on the assumption, it, it's a reminder to bring our, our, our blessed mother close to us and also including our, our natural and our spiritual and our adopted mothers. And I think for the, the fifth uh, glorious mystery, the coronation of our blessed mother as queen of heaven and earth, it's the choice to have her as queen of our hearts you know, as, as the mother of our, uh, as our blessed mother. And so it's a choice, you know, as we, you know, wrap up the, the mysteries of the rosary, it's the final mystery of, of the rosary. Now, do you want to say yes to me? Do you want to say yes so I can be your mother and lead you to my son, Jesus? Uh, so if we pray all, you know, it's the 20th mystery of the rosary, right? Hopefully I did my math right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's an opportunity is, yes, I want you as queen of my heart. I want you as my mother, uh, as I said earlier, that uh, all our moms, you know, we're the ones that know how their heart sounds. Well, so does our mother, our blessed mother, know how our life sounds. And her heart, just like the, our mother's hearts, just beats for love for us. Uh, I love wanting our eternal good, uh, our, uh, for us to... Uh, to be to know how much we are loved uh, by God through her son Jesus. Right.
Well, and you just really gave me an aha with that final mystery. If you look at that, the glorious mysteries would be the final mysteries we would pray. Oh, you might throw the luminous. I'd throw the luminous in first and then the glorious, right? But then that crowning, how do I approach the king through the queen? And, and will she be the queen of my heart? Because Jesus is the king of my heart. And so I love that. I want to let our listeners know that on Tuesday, the feast day of the queenship of Mary, the coronation of Mary, the Marian prayer center, which always has a really beautiful gathering on these beautiful feast days, will be gathering for rosary at six and then the mass at 630 there at Mary prayer center. You'll be there to help kick things off with the rosary and then holy mass. And again, that's Tuesday night at the Marian prayer center. Why are these types of gatherings, particularly when we come together for prayer and the mass, these Marian and Eucharistic celebrations, so important for our spiritual growth? Well, again, uh, our the role of Our Lady has always been to bring others to her son, Jesus. You know, uh, she, she did that when he was immediately in the womb. You know, she immediately, as St. Luke records, in haste, she went to her cousin, Elizabeth, uh, to bring Jesus to the situation with uh, Elizabeth and, uh, and Zechariah. Uh, and then, and of course, and even in the luminous mystery of like a wedding feast in Cana, you know, do whatever he tells you, you know, she brought them, you know, this, uh, the wedding family, the, the bridegroom's family who were about to be in shame because they ran out of wine. They went to, she brought them to Jesus. Um, and so uh, there's no other better place uh, to, you know, to go to Our Lady the queen of our hearts, uh, to approach the king when we are in need, uh, when we are in trouble, uh, when there's this, um, when we just uh, find ourselves in a place where maybe we have run away, you know, maybe we have gotten ourselves into a mess, you know, we've, you know, we're just experiencing the, the difficulties and, you know, the tragedies of life. <laughs> I, 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 I know for myself is, uh, I told my mom recently this a couple a couple years ago. I said, you know, I actually call you for some reason for another reason, not just to check in, because there's something about a mother's voice. And I think when we celebrate these feasts of Our Lady, to hear her voice, to hear her presence, it it just there's something comforting about a mother uh, that then wants to do what's right. And Our Lady's role to do what's right is to bring them to her son Jesus. And so, having the rosary and then leading up to the celebration of the Eucharist. Is exactly the really the the ebb and flow of what Our Lady is all about. Go to Him, let me bring you to Him, and so to to begin with the Rosary and then to celebrate the Eucharist and receive uh, Mary's Son, His Body, Blood, Soul, and Divinity in the Eucharist is a fitting uh, a way to celebrate these uh, uh, these feasts in which we just uh, in one way it's Mother's Day, you know, to say thank you to this uh, special woman in our life, uh, our Blessed Mother. Yeah, I love that Mother's Day. Get a reminder, the Queenship of Mary is celebrated this year on Tuesday. It's August 22nd, which is that beautiful octave between the Assumption and then you've got the Coronation or the Queenship of Mary. The Marian Prayer Center would love to see you there on King Road. In fact, if you go to rosarybowlnw.org, we've got information and the flyer for that special rosary and mass. So I'd encourage you to visit Father John Marshall there on that August 22nd. And Father, just thank you so much for spending a little time for being able to share and reflect and encourage us as we continue to grow in holiness to Jesus through Mary. Would you help us close with a prayer and your priestly blessing over our listeners? Be happy to. I'd be really happy to. I, uh, I the last couple weeks has been I've just been loving the the memorare, you know, because a mother never forgets us. And so let us pray the memorare, and then I offer my blessing. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Peace. Pray for, for us. Thank you so much, Father John Marshall. God bless you. Have a beautiful August. Thank you. God bless you, too. And it is 7.53 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend on this Monday morning, start of a new week. Hey, if you haven't downloaded the free Hail Mary Media app, we've got all the details for you on our website. By downloading the app, you will get access to our exclusive audio video and text prayer library, tune into live broadcasts of Mater Day Radio, even sign up for customized prayer reminders, and so much more. It is Mater Day Radio's free Hail Mary media app. All the information on our website at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM, Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME, Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator, K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Hello, this is Emily Jaminette with A Mother's Moment. One of our greatest roles as a mother is to intercede on behalf of our children in all aspects of their life. We are their voice before they can speak, and oftentimes a voice of reason when they are lacking good judgment when they grow up. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, verse 22 through 28, tells us about a Canaanite woman who desperately needs our Lord. She addresses him by saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. The story goes on to share with us how Christ not only prays this woman for her faith, but closes the passage with these powerful words, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you desire and her daughter was healed instantly. This story is all about mercy. This mother knew that she needed a healing. She went on behalf of her child to the Lord and begged for a healing. This courageous woman broke through social barriers by humbly addressing our Lord and begging Him for the miracle on behalf of her daughter. How many of our children are plagued with demons and need our prayers? Do not lose hope but rather be like this mother. Her prayer is powerful. Have mercy on me, O Lord. So let us pray, dear Jesus, please help us to be people of mercy and to have hope. Amen. May we be a light in this world by interceding on behalf of our children. Are you a young adult in your 20s or 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? 
Hi, I'm Jesse Jose, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work in Witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to build community, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. Grab some coffee and take the morning blend with you anywhere you go. Listen to the podcast at materdayradio.com. And it is 7.57 at Mater Day Radio. Now, what's the fall forecast looking like? We'll tell you in the news. And Laudato C. 2.0. Pope Francis planning some updates to this 2015 encyclical. I'll have that story for you coming up in news right after Awaken the Saint. Hey, everyone. I'm Kevin Jory with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Today, we are talking about one of the greatest popes of the 20th century. Pope Pius X was a man of humble beginnings. Born Giuseppe Sarto during the summer of 1835 in Northern Italy, Giuseppe and his siblings grew up knowing only poverty, but from a young age, he felt a calling to the priesthood. As a youth, he entered the seminary and was ordained by the time he turned 23. From then on, he served as a parish priest for many years before becoming a bishop and eventually a cardinal in 1893. In 1903, he was chosen as the 257th Pope, taking the name Pius X. He dedicated his pontificate to instaurare omnia in Cristo, to restore all things in Christ. Although he quickly ascended the ranks in the church, he never forgot his own humble beginnings or the needs of the common man. He was uncomfortable with the pomp and grandeur of the papal court, wishing always to remain poor in spirit as well as maintain a personal poverty, saying, I was born poor, I lived poor, and I will die poor. During his pontificate, he focused on making important and relevant changes within liturgical and sacramental life. He decreed that the age for receiving Holy Communion should be dropped from 12 to seven years old, believing that the sooner one could receive communion, the better. Saying, Holy Communion is the shortest and safest way to heaven. During his lifetime, he is credited with several miracles. One miracle occurred when a man with a paralyzed arm asked the Pope for help. Pope Pius X took the man's hand and said, Have confidence in the Lord. Only have faith and the Lord will heal you. Immediately the man had full use of his arm and began to shout for joy. But the Pope simply looked at him and put a hushed finger to his lips, not wishing to draw too much attention to what had happened. In 1913, he suffered a heart attack which left him in poor health. He recognized that the world was on the brink of war and his soul was greatly troubled by what he saw. He's quoted saying, Truly, we are passing through disastrous times. Yet in the midst of this tide of evil, the Virgin Most Merciful rises before our eyes like a rainbow as the arbiter of peace between God and man. A year later, he fell sick with a fever, and when it was clear that World War I was about to begin, he sank into a deep sadness. He died on August 20th, 1914, the very same day that German forces marched on Brussels. 
True to his spirit of poverty, he was buried in a simple and unadorned tomb below St. Peter's Basilica. In 1944, his body was found to be incorrupt, and in 1954, he was canonized by Pope Pius XII. Pope Pius X was truly a man of heroic virtues who is credited with many more miracles after his death. May we all learn from his example of steadfast faith and poverty of spirit. Pope St. Pius X, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news, Pope Francis announced during an inter- an audience with Lawyers Monday that he is writing a second part to his 2015 environmental encyclical, Laudato Si. The Pope said with this new writing, he is updating Laudato Si to cover current issues. He made the statement on the morning of August 21st at the end of a speech to lawyers from the Council of Europe members states that the signed the Vienna Declaration in the support of the rule of law in 2022. Pope Francis told the lawyers he is sensitive to their care for the common home and commitment to the development of regulatory framework for environmental protection. Pope Francis said, we must never forget that the younger generations are entitled to receive from us a beautiful and livable world and that this invests us with grave duties towards creation we have received from God's generous hands. Laudato Si is the second of three encyclicals published in Pope Francis' pontificate thus far. It was released in June of 2015. During the Angelus Address on Sunday, Pope Francis told the crowd gathered Christians should imitate Jesus in being steadfast, not inflexible in their convictions, thus being open to change for the good of others. Pope Francis said this is what God is like. He is love and the one who loves does not remain rigid. You stand firm, not rigid. The Pope addressed a crowd of people from a window overlooking St. Peter's Square for his usual Sunday address in Angela's prayer on a hot day in August. An estimated 10,000 people were present, according to the Vatican. After the Angelus, the Pope greeted those present at the Angelus, including 29 new students who arrived this week at the Pontifical North American College, a seminary for U.S. seminarians in Rome. He wished them a good educational journey as they continue their priestly formation. Well, you think about uh, Tropical Storm Hillary blowing through the Southland yesterday and today and heading its way to Oregon now, and you wonder, well, what's the weather like? Well, we still have another month of summer to go. Fall officially begins on September 23rd, but that has not stopped the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration from releasing its 90-day autumn forecast. And for the vast majority of the country, including the Pacific Northwest, it's looking like a hot summer will transition into a warm fall. The northeast and southwest have the highest chances of seeing above-average temperatures this fall, according to NOAA. No states are expecting a colder-than-average fall season. So the Pacific Northwest, Great Lakes, and part of the southwest are expected to get less rain than usual, 
we will likely start to feel El Nino's impacts more as we get closer to winter when the strength of the phenomena is expected to peak. El Nino usually means the Pacific Northwest is drier and warmer than usual. We need more rain. Do we need more? Yeah, for those wildfires. Yes, we do. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of wildfires, that smoke and haze remains locked in across the metro area for a third consecutive day. Air quality in Portland is moderate now, though there are many pockets of unhealthy air showing up within the Willamette Valley, the Gorge, and across central Oregon. Portland, Vancouver, and surrounding communities are under an air quality alert for the smoky conditions to continue through this afternoon, though we should see slow improvement later this afternoon. The west side of the state is going to remain dry, but much of eastern Oregon and parts of central Oregon going to get a good soaking today. The Mm -hmm. results of the remnants of Hurricane Hillary That weather system is what will shift winds in our area and begin to scour out this smoke. All right. Well, here is some food for thought. If you plan on getting the COVID-19 booster vaccine this fall, choose your arm wisely. The immune response may be stronger if your booster goes in the same arm as your last COVID-19 shot, according to a study recently published in the journal eBiomedicine. The researchers used the data of 303 people who received the mRNA vaccine, as well as a booster shot as part of Germany's vaccine campaign. Two weeks after the booster, the number of killer T-cells, which significantly higher in those who had both shots in the same arm, according to the study. Those cells, which attack and destroy the other cells they target, were present in 67% of the same arm cases, and only 43% the study showed. Now, because of the small study size, one health official questioned the results, but said, your arm is worth considering when going for your next booster. My problem is I don't remember. I have no idea which arm I got it in. I, yeah, I'd have to really think they, hard on that one. I don't even know if medical records write down which arm you got it in. I don't think they do. I was thinking that same thing. Like you know how you got the little COVID card mm-hmm. that said your booster, and like oh, and if I looked on that, that it say left arm, right arm. I have to go look, but I don't think it does. Okay, so, I'm gonna look and see. You have to best guess. Well, sad story to report. Lolita, an orca whale held captive for more than half a century, died Friday at the Miami Seaquarium as caregivers prepared to move her from the theme park in the near future. Seaquarium and Friends of Toki, that's another name used for Lolita, medical team members began treating her immediately and aggressively after she started showing some unusual signs. But the 57-year-old orca died from an apparent renal condition, the statement said. Animal rights activists have been fighting for years to have Lolita freed from her tank at the Miami Seaquarium. The park's relatively new owner, the Dolphin Company, and the non Profit Friends of Toki announced plans in March to possibly move her to a natural sea pen in the Pacific Northwest. The Lumi Nation, a Native American tribe based in Washington state, has spent years working to secure Lolita's release and to return her to her home waters. 50, how old? 57. 57. I wonder what the average orca age is. Uh, I'll find out Uh, for you. Kind of curious, but uh, well, sorry to hear that. In sports, due to Tropical Storm Hillary, University of Portland women's soccer match at top-ranked UCLA was canceled yesterday. 
So the Pilots' next match will be a home opener against the Washington State Cougars. They'll play this Thursday, 7 o'clock, at Merlot Field on the Bluff. That's too bad. I was kind of waiting to see the outcome of that one, given that the Bruins were top-ranked, number one team in the country, and defending national champions to see how the Pilots would do. Uh, So the University of Portland men's soccer team they concluded their exhibition season with a 6 to nothing win over Southern Oregon. Pilot men opened their regular season with a contest against Sacramento State Friday night on the bluff. And in case you missed it and didn't get up really super early, Spain defeated England <gasps> 1-0 early Sunday to win the FIFA Women's World mm. Cup title. Exciting. So there you go. Congratulations to Spain. A new survey of pet parents. David, you used to be a pet parent. You're I not anymore. was indeed, yes. Yeah, looked into some of the popular myths about pet care, and they may res- be surprising to you. A whopping 92% of respondents still believe myths about their furry friends, according to a poll of about 2,000 dog and cat owners. So contrary to popular belief, 68% of dog parents didn't know that a wagging tail isn't always a signal of happiness. Okay. Uh, Wags can also signify interest and alertness. Hmm. Uh, My dog will wag its tail if it's feeling a little nervous too. Like if activity's about to happen Mm -hmm. uh, and they get nervous, (laughs) they'll start (laughs) wagging. Right. (laughs) Another 38% falsely believe that a cold, wet nose means the dog is healthy. In reality, a wet nose can simply mean Dog just licked it, which can improve their sense of smell. And similarly, 42% of cat parents incorrectly believe that their feline friends can see in complete darkness. (laughs) While cats can see in very low light, they cannot see in total darkness. Okay. Okay. That would be, uh, that would be quite a trick. I think another common myth is that cat always land on their feet, which 41% believe to be true, but a cat's ability to land on four paws can depend on his overall health and wellness. Mm. I've seen cats though, you know, get out of sticky situations. They seem to always land on their feet. Remember that one cat that like jumped off the skyscraper and just, it was was on fire. Yeah. And just kind of sailed along, sailed, hit the ground and then ran ran off. off. Yeah. Okay. One common myth is that all human food is bad for pets. That's false. Seven in 10 pets, this would be me, admit to feeding their pet human food sometimes. <laughs> yes. Dogs, Dog parents are the most uh, likely to do so. I think so. And everyone has heard that popular belief that cats enjoy milk, but people should also be aware that some cats are actually lactose intolerant. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Who knew? So I don't know about you, but we we always get like random cats just wandering through the yard. It's like, really? oh, there's a new cat, you know, and it's it's kind of interesting that we get so many. And we, and we don't we're not a cat owner, so it's not like we're drawing other cats to our home. But it's just like oh, I haven't seen that cat. There's another. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. Uh, we will get a random neighborhood cat. They have learned that I've got a bird feeder ah, and I sprinkle yeah. seed on the ground and they'll sometimes come up to the ground and and wait yeah. uh, for those little birds to come along. So there you go. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. 
Coming up on Tuesday at 7 o'clock, it is the Young Catholic Professionals Executive Speaker Series happening at St. Patrick's Catholic Church in Portland. Young adults in their 20s and 30s are invited to YCP's Executive Speaker Series, a free event in which experienced professionals share their career and faith journeys with young adults. August speaker is Portland Timber soccer legend, Diego Valeri. Come enjoy Diego's talk, free appetizers and drinks, a spiritual reflection and fellowship with other Catholic young adults. This is a free event, but registration required. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Well, we're going to go run some cross country with CYO right after the forecast. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Brother Cyril, a Benedictine monk at Mount Angel Abbey, for the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular, for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at bluearmy.com. The average smartphone has more than 40 apps installed, and most of them are never used. Clear this clutter from your phone and make Mater Dei Radio's Hail Mary Media app your go-to spiritual resource. It's got everything you need to grow in holiness, including a huge library of enriching prayers, liturgy of the hours with the monks at Mount Angel Abbey, and a personalized schedule of your daily prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also contains a stream of Mater Dei Radio's live broadcast, podcast of our original shows, including programs not heard on the radio. Plus, you'll find fun things to do on the interactive community calendar, Catholic news, and so much more. The Hail Mary Media app has everything you need to grow closer to Christ all in one place. Download it today. Search Hail Mary Media in the iOS App Store, Google Play, or MaterDayRadio.com. Declutter your phone and turn to the Hail Mary Media app from Materday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 
It is 8.15 here at Mater Day Radio. Poor air quality is the story this morning, but they say that should be scouring out. Air quality alert is in effect until 5 o'clock t- today. Those shifting winds could begin to clear out the temperatures as early as this afternoon. So temperatures getting to the middle 80s today. We'll see if this uh, smoky debris in the uh, in the air will bring that temperature down at all. Overnight, we are cooling all the way to the mid to upper 50s. Then tomorrow, more clouds fill the sky, keeping us to about 75 degrees. All right, 54 degrees at Immaculate Conception Church in Staten. And it is 55 degrees at Immaculate Heart of Mary Catholic Church in Kelso, Washington. It's faith in action. Time to check in with the Catholic Youth Organization. Well, the Portland area Catholic Youth Organization, Camp Howard, lacing up its sneakers and getting ready for another great fall sport. That would be cross country. Joining Mater Day Radio this morning to give us a preview is CYO's Assistant Director of Cotch cross country it is always good to talk with connor garcia how are you connor good morning david i'm doing good i actually just finished a run myself look at you out there running i'm envious of you so are you a summer runner um yes i'm trying to get back into it i was a lot better uh, when i was a little bit younger but i'm getting back into it and i got to get ready you know for the cyo cross country season so trying to get in shape <laughs> That's right. Got to show the kids how to do it. That's right. You know, I used to love to run in the heat when I was uh, just a, a little younger than I am now. Uh, as times gone by, I'm a little more of a walker in the heat now rather than a runner in the heat. But it is it is fun to get out there and do that. And of course, as we mentioned, cross country season coming right up. So registration already underway. Yes, we have. Uh, I think we have. Uh... Basically, all of our uh, returning teams from last year open, uh, and we've actually added a couple new teams this year. We added uh, St. Joseph Vancouver, uh, St. Clair, and St. Cecilia's back after being off last season. Oh, that's great to hear. So I'm, yeah. tr- I'm trying to remember, too, refresh my memory if you do recall, did cross-country start before the pandemic, or was it brought on during? Remind me of that. Yeah, so we actually, it was actually CYO's uh, first sport that we brought back after the pandemic. So we had like that year hiatus of no sports and cross country, we thought would be one, we had been wanting to introduce cross country. And then two, it seemed like the perfect time to do it. It was an outdoor sport. Uh, It was great just to get, you know, the kids outside running. So it was actually the first sport we brought back in uh, this spring of uh 2021 yeah that's that's what i thought and uh yeah what a great sport to bring back as you mentioned it is outdoors so obviously you have that safety of the fresh air but i've always thought too one thing about cross country is that it's a wonderful sport to get started in if you if you have children and you don't really know if they're inclined for any particular sport but just to get out there everybody can run and whether or not you want to, of course, that's a factor, but, <laughs> but, but still with children and, and you say, Hey, you want to participate in a sport? It's really any, anybody can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a great, it's a great, like you said, starting sport. It kind of, you know, gets your fitness up. Even if you're thinking of trying, you know, a sport in the, in the winter or the spring, it's a great foundation sport just to kind of get that, you know, baseline um, exercise in and fitness level, 
Um, so it's a great um, sport in that regard, in that it can prep you physically for sports, but it's also, I think, one of the best team sports out there. You know, you're not necessarily competing against everyone out there. You're really trying to beat your best time and do, you know, the best that you can. And that's the best part about cross country, as I, I think, is that basically everyone from every team is cheering for everyone on the course. They've, they've gone through the same course. They, they run it. They know what you're feeling out there. And so just hearing those kids cheer on kids from all different teams, it's just uh, just a perfect CYO environment. Yeah. One thing I remember, too, my daughters being across country is that you always seem to have a friend or two that you can run with, which makes it fun. Y- even though it is kind of an individual sport, you always seem to pair up with someone. So you, you build friendships that way. Absolutely. Yes. I've made uh, lifelong friends uh, running in cross country myself. And yeah, I mean, and you see uh, the same teams every week. So you kind of know, you know, who's around your speed. So getting to run with uh, each other is just a great motivator. And I've even seen uh, kids from different teams uh, motivating each other in the race, encouraging them to keep up with them if they're having an off day. So it's just really great to see. Yeah, definitely. That is so true. Again, we're speaking with Connor Garcia. He is the assistant director of cross country for CYO. Well, let's talk a little bit of logistics now. So when does the season start? How many meets? Yeah, so we have uh, four regular season meets, and those are on Saturdays. The first Saturday uh, is September 16th. So we have uh, September 16th, September 23rd. September 30th and October 7th. So we have those four regular season meets and they're at either Valley Catholic or LaSalle uh, prep high school. Um, And we do, we basically alternate um, on those courses and those schools are gracious enough to let us run there um, and use their facilities. And they're just wonderful facilities uh, for cross country. So we absolutely love that. And, And what are the ages then for kids to run? Yeah, so we take uh, third grade through eighth grade, and uh, we offer two different race distances. We've got the 1,500-meter and the 3,000-meter courses. And like we said at the beginning, it's great for people to just kind of get into it. You know, at the beginning of the season, it might seem a little daunting, that kind of distance. But once you get out there and you kind of see – you know, the other kids running and you've you run a couple times. It's not so bad out there. Yeah, no, that, that is fantastic. And then I see, too, the championships on October 14th. And what a location for the championships. Yes, we get to host our uh, championship up at Camp Howard, which at that time of year is just absolutely beautiful. Um, it, it's well kept all year, but I think that time of year, it really gets to kind of show off. Uh, we've never had bad weather up there, knock on wood, uh, for the championship. Um, and Karen up there, who's our, our facility manager up at camp, uh, she just keeps the ground uh, perfect. And it's a great way to kind of showcase the, the wonderful views at Camp Howard. You get to run through the entire camp, so you kind of essentially get a little running tour of the whole camp as well. Oh, that is fantastic. And again, cross-country, just in such a beautiful time of year, September, October, just a great time to be outdoors. Again, remind folks one more time where they can get registered. Yes, so you can register at cyocamphoward.org. And you'll see there's a splash page that's going on right now letting you know that uh, fall sports uh, registration is open. And that there's also right on that homepage that you'll come to, there's a box 
that will uh, direct you basically to the schools uh, that have cross-country programs open around you. Fantastic. Connor Garcia, he is the Assistant Director of Cross-Country for CYO Camp Howard. Connor, always great to talk with you. Thank you so much. Have a great cross-country season. Thank you, David. I hope you have a, a wonderful day. Thank you as well. God bless. God bless you. It is 823 here at Mater Day Radio. We'll be sure to see the link to CYO Camp Howard on the podcast of that interview. You're going to find that at materdayradio.com. And while you're looking there online at Mater Day Radio, check out all of our great resources. You'll have access to all of our podcasts, our lineup of great shows that we have here on Mater Day Radio. You're also going to have access to some incredible podcasts that you don't hear on the radio station. You can look at those, listen to those right from your computer or download the free Hail Mary media app. You'll also have access to the standalone digital media. There's just great ways for you to just strengthen your faith and Catholic entertainment throughout the day. You can find all the information again at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 826 at Mater Day Radio. The impacts of Tropical Storm Hillary will have that for you in the news. And a man was arrested for stealing a truck and eluding police in Rome. He was taken to co- into custody, insisting he had plans to blow up the Vatican. I'll have that story for you coming up in news. Here is Dana Catherine, my savior and me. And you are listening to The Morning Blend on Mater Day Radio. Tell me, Lord, tell me, Lord, how can it be that you would choose to use someone like me? Someone like me. Couple billion people in this world. Yeah, you would choose to use someone.
Catherine, my savior in me. It is 8.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news, it has been quite the past 24 hours for Southern California residents. Tropical Storm Hillary has passed through the Southland, but will continue to unload heavy rainfall and gusty winds to a large part of the western U.S. today. Many school districts in Los Angeles, San Diego area closed today out of an abundance of caution. On top of all that, a magnitude 5.1 earthquake hit the region yesterday afternoon. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, the epicenter of the quake was in between Santa Barbara and Ventura. There were no immediate reports of damage. Heavy rain from Tropical Storm Hillary could cause flooding and landslides in central and eastern Oregon. Flood watches are in effect through tomorrow afternoon. People in these areas should stay alert, travel with extreme caution by assuming roads are unsafe, especially at night. So I was just checking uh, on Hillary and some of the latest reports now that it's gotten light in Southern California after uh-huh. going through the night with the storm. And Palm Springs, oh. as an example, the mayor there saying can't get in and out. Highway 10, the big highway, is closed. Both oh, directions no. washed out. Some areas washed out there. They had no 911 service and so they were having to call different numbers uh, for the city for services. And so, yeah, quite a mess, needless mm. to say. Okay, prayers continue mm-hmm. for them as the sun comes up, as you said, and they assess the damage. Pope Francis announced during an audience with lawyers Monday that he is writing a second part to his 2015 encyclical Laudato Si. The Pope said with this new writing, he is updating Laudato Si to cover current issues. We made the statement this morning, the end of a speech to lawyers from the Council of Europe. Pope Francis told the lawyers he is sensitive to their care for the common home and commitment to the development of regulatory frameworks for environmental protection. Pope Francis said, we must never forget that the younger generations are entitled to receive from us a beautiful and livable world, and that this invests us with grave duties toward the creation we have and received from God's generous hands. Laudato Si is the second of three encyclicals published in Pope Francis' pontificate thus far. It was released in June of 2015. 
And a 35, excuse me, and a 53-year-old whose identity has not been divulged was arrested Friday after leading police on a long chase through Rome, which ended with the perpetrator insisting that he planned to detonate a truckload of explosives at the Vatican, although the claim turned out to be a hoax. According to Italian media reports, the incident began early Friday morning when emergency operators began receiving reports that a man on the main highway that loops around Rome was throwing rocks at motorists and blocking traffic. When police cars arrived on the scene, the man ran off on foot, ended up stealing a small truck equipped with a mobile crane. The man then proceeded to lead police on another lengthy chase on the highway through the streets of Rome, at one point ramming two police vehicles. Eventually, police succeeded in stopping the truck. Reports suggest the man exited the truck, brandishing a knife and shouting at police to get out of his way, saying, let me go. I've got a load of explosives and I need to blow up this truck at the Vatican. In the end, however, after the man was taken into custody, a search of the truck revealed there were no explosives on board. Thankfully. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. That's frightening for sure. Well, this is always such a wonderful, fun event. The Vancouver Wine and Jazz Festival is back for its 23rd year, beginning this Friday, August 25th, running through Sunday, August 27th at Esther Short Park. Music always top-notch as well, including Sunday's headliner, The Blind Boys of Alabama. They're five-time Grammy winners, and they're Gospel Music Hall of Fame. People that hear them, they sometimes they don't even realize they're in church. You know, they're being preached to. They are devout Christian men. They're phenomenal singers. You know, they sing blues and, and yeah. roots music and gospel, but there's something about them that is just deeply soulful. That's Michael Kissinger. He is the founder and artistic director of the Vancouver Wine and Jazz Festival. He says Friday night's headliner is Tommy Castro and the Painkillers. Saturday, it's the legendary jazz group Spyro Gyra. All this along with great wine, food, and art. Tickets and more details online at VancouverWineJazz.com. And we already gave a pair of tickets away. This morning, we'll be doing that again and uh, right on through the week. So uh, get ready to call in. Win yourself a pair to the Vancouver Wine and Jazz Fest. David, you know, the first time I was introduced to the music of the Five Blind Guys of Alabama, there was a, uh, I I think it was either Disney or Pixar movie called Brother Bear. Oh. And they sang one of the songs about the gathering of the bears. Nice. It was fantastic. Wonderful. Wildfire smoke and haze remains locked in the area, metro area, for a third consecutive day. Air quality here in Portland is moderate right now, though there are many pockets of unhealthy air showing up within the Willamette Valley, the Gorge, and across central Portland. Now, Vancouver and surrounding communities are all under an air quality alert for the smoky conditions to continue through this afternoon. Though, as you said, David, we should begin to see a slow improvement. Mm-hmm. The west side of the state going to be remain dry, but much of eastern Oregon and parts of central Oregon going to get a good soaking today. Remnants of Hurricane Hillary. Of course, I spoke to my parents over the weekend, too. They said they're in the San Diego area, which they thought was going to be uh, take a pretty hard hit. Right. They said they got a lot of rain. I think reports showed about two and a half inches they got. Uh, they are uh, inland yeah. from from San Diego. But still, two, uh, two and a half inches, that's a good sure. amount of rain over 24 hours. Absolutely. 
Well, in sports, not a good outing for the Portland Timbers as they return to regular season MLS play down in Houston yesterday. Timbers were thumped by the Dynamo 5 to zip. Portland has not played a league game since July when participating in three League Cup contests. A win on Sunday would have been helpful as Portland entered the game just three points behind Houston for the final playoff spot in the Western Conference. Sunday's match could have been a potential springboard for the final 10 games of the season. Instead, the five-goal loss equaled the worst defeat in Portland's MLS history. Portland's next match comes at home Saturday against the Vancouver Whitecaps, who hold down the eighth playoff spot in the Western Conference standings. Our Lady appeared in Knock, Ireland on the night of August 21st. Though she never said a word, her appearance comforted many and gave a renewed vigor to the faith of those of the Emerald Isle and encouraged many to turn to the Virgin Mary. The anniversary of this apparition is remembered each year at the sh- at the Knock Shrine with special liturgy offered at the site of Mary's appearance. However, the rest of Ireland celebrates Our Lady of Knock, August 17th. It is classified as a memorial and parishes around Ireland may celebrate Our Lady's apparition on that day. Currently, this celebration is only on select calendars, primarily in Ireland and not on the Universal Roman calendar. The Facebook page of the Knock Shrine explains that although the anniversary of the apparition takes place on August 21st, August 17th was the chosen date of the feast day of Our Lady of Knock as the 21st of August already assigned to St. Pius X, who we've heard about today, Mm -hmm. the Pope of the Eucharist. So for the rest of Ireland and most of the Catholic world, August 21st remains the day dedicated to St. Pius X. The rationale behind switching of liturgical days is to give more focus to a particular feast day, instead of supplanting one that is already being widely celebrated. Mm-hmm. So remember Our Lady of Knock. Uh, someday, David, that's a that's a trip on my bucket list, yeah. is to visit Knock, Ireland. I'd love to go there. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, something brewing down in the South. Thursday at 7 o'clock is Brewing Faith Among Friends for Chesterton Academy of the Willamette Valley. It is happening at Benedictine Brewery at Mount Angel. All adults are invited to an evening of fellowship and cheer at Chesterton Academy's annual end of summer gathering at Benedictine Brewery. Enjoy an evening of good Christian fellowship and tasty beers from the brewery. Celebrate our faith and encourage one another to put it into practice. Guest speaker, our good friend, Father Theodore Lang, will present the theme on marriage and family and the restoration of culture. Remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. All right, ready to pour yourself a second cup? Oh, absolutely. All right, what are we, we going to talk about this morning? I have been noticing an incredible Catholic presence on my social media feeds. I'm going to talk a little bit about how to be Catholic on social media. All right. We'll do that after the forecast. 
Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. It's time to register for CYO Fall Sports. Youth in grades 3 through 8 can register now to experience the excitement and joy of team play together with building their skill sets in volleyball, cross country, and swimming. Additionally, youth in first and second grade can sign up for Hot Shots Basketball. And we are hiring volleyball and basketball officials. Visit our website at cyocamphoward.org to register or learn more today. You are invited to attend CYO and Camp Howard's annual fundraiser, Champions of Faith on October 17th at the Oregon Convention Center. Your donation will enable all youth to participate regardless of socioeconomic status while bringing new program enhancements that meet our kids' needs. Again, that's CYOCampHoward.org. God bless all our amazing volunteers, coaches, camp counselors, and donors who are so critical to the success of our faith-building programs. Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. Summertime is a great time to drive the open road. Unless your old reliable wheels just aren't up to the task anymore. You know who could use that old car? Mater Day Radio. You can donate most vehicles, cars, trucks, vans, RVs, and boats to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program with the proceeds supporting a faith-filled Catholic broadcast and in return getting yourself a likely tax deduction. More information on our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. And it is 8.44 at Mater Day Radio. Again, that air quality alert going to be in effect throughout the day today. Smoky skies, depending on where you're at, smokier in some locations than in others. But be aware that alert is out there until about 5 this afternoon. We'll see a high of 80 degrees today under partly sunny skies. Partly cloudy overnight tonight, low of 56, and then mostly sunny for Tuesday. Hopefully here on the west side of the Cascades, we'll clear up a little bit with the air quality. A little cooler tomorrow, though, too, a high of 75 degrees. Currently 59 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And on his feast day, it's 59 degrees at St. Pius X Church in Portland. It's good to the last drop. A second cup of the morning blend with David and Brenda. A second cup is always critical on a Monday morning. <laughs> on Monday, yes, it is. <laughs> I notice on the weekend, David, when I'm home, I'll get in, in if, if I happen to make coffee, which I did on Saturday morning. Scott was taking care of our dogs. I'll get the coffee pot started, and then I'll use our little Nespresso to make me a, like an instant cup right now. Oh, you need it, yeah. Because I, I can't, can't wait. wait. Yeah, for a whole 
pot of coffee to cook. So uh, I haven't made coffee yet. So now I'm going to have to wait for you know that whole coffee pot. Right, right. Standing, we're all standing in the kitchen looking at the Watching coffee pot yep. to finish. <laughs> so, you know, while you're waiting for coffee to brew, sometimes people will uh, grab their phone real quickly. It seems nowadays we can't just stand there and uh, look out the window. We've got to look at our phones. Yeah. We're getting a little bit funny that way with our social media. Right. But I've noticed something too, and this is just kind of how the way social media works, that if you spend any amount of time looking at a certain feed or you're looking at Instagram reels mm-hmm. or or even on TikTok, the algorithms recognize what you are liking and starts to show you more of those things. Oh, okay. So if you spend a moment looking at a reel, say from Mater Day Radio, then what begins to happen, and I've noticed this a lot more recently too for my own feeds, yeah. I'm getting more and more Catholic content oh, okay. coming across my social media feed. Mm-hmm. They are fantastic. And they're all oftentimes just little blips of information or even there are incredibly creative priests and nuns that will just give you a little, you know, 20 second inspiration for right. the day. And I thought that that's what you need to make sure that you're following these just great Catholic, you know, ministries and, and great Catholic people. Father mm-hmm. Mike Schmidt's one of them. He puts out a lot of different kinds of things. So you follow these people. And then what happens is you start to see more and more Catholic feed coming across oh, okay. your your page. So here's what I found today. Well, talking about some of the ways that you can be Catholic online, mm-hmm. meaning that these are things that are, are great ways to, you know, let the world know that you're Catholic. We should evangelize that way. Right. Just, you know, a simple Jesus is my guy. Okay. That's, that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Give an authentic testimony of faith. That's the first thing that Catholic Link says to do. This is key to always build up on that is to just... Everybody has your story. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to share that. See, you know, I was inspired by this today. And share one of those feeds that you saw. Share Mater Day Radio's feeds. I always make sure that whenever Sarah posts something for Mater Day Radio, I'm the, I like it. I yeah, put my little yeah. thumbs up on it and I, I try to share it on my own feed. Mm-hmm. It's the way that we can use social media in a great way. But authentic story. Be, we all have our stories. Sure. I thought that was a great way. That's nice. Secondly, be constructive with your words. Yes. We want to share the faith. We do not want to beat people over the head with the Bible and then the catechism, right? Mm-hmm. We want to share it. You know, that's not, you're not going to get it into somebody's head by beating them with no. it. Open up the page and say, this is incredible. Yeah. Look what it says here about welcoming, about you know, sharing the faith about the the gates of heaven and and the rewards that await us. The joy. The joy. The joy. Think about you know we were hearing from Bernadette when she came back from World Youth Day, and as she spoke with you, you could just tell that the joy that she brought back with her, and and she shared with us throughout her trip there photographs, little snippets of her trip. And, you know, that was what I think about was the joy that came through those snippets. 
David, you even commented she came into the studio for that interview. People who have joy, yeah. it, it just comes along with them. We all come and like, she's, it's yeah. just so amazing to have Bernadette in here. That's how we should all be when we go into any situation. Exactly. It was perfect. I thought yeah. that's, that is fantastic. Uh, one of the things it also talks about, too, is don't have dual identities, mm-hmm. meaning that don't be one person in real life. And then on the internet, be somebody different, Ah, both good or bad. Meaning that if you're going to be that person on the internet that encourages, that shares the faith, you can't in, you know, we'll say real life, but that personal life you experience, you cannot treat people badly. You can't treat servers who are making your food or bringing your food badly. It it doesn't work that way. That's right. You got to be the same person. So, and... The preference is you be that good person. Oh yeah, hopefully be the good person. For sure. yeah. Don't don't. And of course, we fall into our bad habits and we get short tempered. I mean, look at the different states throughout history. They all had their moments yeah. where they they weren't their best selves, David. Right. But our goal is to to be the our best self. Yeah, absolutely. Be the word of encouragement. Now, and see, that's very nice encourage people yeah. and and sometimes people they may overshare online it it happens especially if a person doesn't have anybody yeah. to share their troubles with they go online and start to share or sometimes they start heading down a dark hole be that encouragement don't just get on that bag well, you're right and they're wrong just i i'm going to pray for you i hope this is resolved because you know you deserve th- to yeah. have peace right <laughs> It is amazing how people can be just so, so difficult mm-hmm. online and just really because it almost feels anonymous. Right. Th- that they just fire. And then they say uh, to share our treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that story. I want to say it's St. Lawrence who uh, they they wanted the, the mayor of the town or something wanted the treasure of the church. And he told St. Lawrence, you go to that church and you oh, bring yeah. us all the money. Right. We want the treasure. And so St. Lawrence brought all of the poor to him and said, this is the treasure of our church. The way that Bernadette shared with us the treasure of her faith and that that experience, what great example that that is to convert to Catholicism is to, you know, people who met Christ face to face and discovered him as a treasure, share that with people. You know, again, that's the way. What is that? Uh, you catch more with Red, honey? Yeah, you, you catch more flies with honey okay. than you do with vinegar. All right. So yeah. we're not trying to catch flies. We're trying to catch souls. souls. We're trying to catch yeah, people. Exactly. And and again, it always comes down to, it's funny, David, joy. Joy. It is joy. That is what's going to be attractive to people and authentic joy mm-hmm. for sure. So enjoy a second cup today. Go online. Maybe encourage somebody today and share your story. We hope you enjoyed today's second cup. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon, join me in praying the Memorare. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Jade Bistro and Patisserie, located on Southeast 13th in Portland's Selwood neighborhood. The Jade Bistro is family-run, serving Vietnamese and Thai cuisine with influences from France and Laos. French pastries are available daily, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Information can be found online at jadeportland.com. Hi everyone, this is David from Monterey Radio's Morning Blend. I would like to invite you to check out my new podcast, On The Go, where I have a chance to visit with coaches, musicians, artists, and more. We go a little bit more in-depth with the podcast, which hopefully gives you a little more insight into the good folks we talk to. It's On The Go, available on your favorite podcast platform or Monterey Radio's free Hail Mary media app. I'll talk to you soon. The Morning Blend with David and Brenda, a double shot to start the day on Mater Day Radio. And it is 855 at Mater Day Radio, looking at the satellite imagery and all the clouds on the east side of the state. Really? Yeah, you can tell they're probably getting some rain over there nice. today for sure. Uh, here we'll have partly sunny skies. Again, that air quality alert in effect throughout the day today for hazy smoke. High of 80 degrees, partly cloudy tonight, low of 56. And then for Tuesday, mostly sunny, 75. Wednesday, mostly sunny, 80. So it looks like a pretty nice week ahead. Currently 59 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, here is Matt Marr and Joyful Noise. You are listening to David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
Joyful Noise. It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. That is going to wrap it up for the Morning Blend on this Monday, start of a new week. You realize that this is really the last final full week of August. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say that today. That's right. Next week starts September. Uh, that is correct. It's not till Friday, but still, it, it does. You are correct when we say that. So, uh, hey, enjoy it. Enjoy it for sure. And enjoy today. Yeah. That is going to wrap it up for us on the Morning Blend. Living Stones coming on this evening at 730. We hope you have a very blessed day.